Welcome back to the Crown and Collars podcast presented to you by Flawless Noses Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. I go by Black Dante on Twitter. I go by Silky Johnson on Instagram and Facebook. Good to hell look, everybody, with that. Um, and I am joined by... What's going on, y'all? This is Tall Bianca XO. I am gassy as hell today, so I'm going to just be quick with the AKs and not even give one. What's up? You're doing amazing, Bianca. Yeah, don't feel like it. Um, <laughs> I'm <here. laughs> but I'm here, and we're gonna get through this here podcast recording episode together. Um, like thank y'all for checking out the Chronic College podcast. Again, we're part of the Flawless Noises Media Network. Get to know our sound. We have a bunch of podcasts for your consideration. We got finances. We got the manga. We got you know, the mom meets world dialogues. We got the Ratchet Ramblings. We got Gangsta Gurry with the horoscope, Zodiac astrology reads, mystic moments, and so much more. So please check those things out. Uh, we're giving you good black presented, black produced, black oriented content for that ass at all times. And we love y'all and y'all love us. So check out what else we got going on in this network. And get down with the winning team um, because we got a lot of, like I said, got a lot of good things here for you. So get into that. Get into us. Check us out. We're doing good things for y'all. And yeah. Thank you, Bianca, for paying the bills. Um, I, don't, I didn't quite pay the bills, so let me do that now. Um, to help us out, again, check out the shows. Yes, that's great. Be entertained. That is wonderful. But if you want to help us keep the lights on, there's a couple ways you can do that. That's to hit that support link from which you can either just send a direct donation or become a patron. Becoming a patron gets you all kinds of bonus content, including Bring It Bike from Jeremy and I. And if you pay the $10 a month, you will get access to all of the bonus content we are included. So treat yourself to that. And we understand. We get it. We're giving you a lot to choose from giving you a lot of variety. We are just hoping that you find the thing that entertains you best and most consistently, most frequently, and most gratifying to you, and that you partake in it often and regularly and talk about us and share us with those you know and love who might like us too. So with all that eloquently stated... Now the bills are paid. Yes. And now that the bills are paid, B does a good job of keeping the bills on. And now that they're paid, let's get into the show. So first thing, first Thing on the agenda we would like to discuss. Um, so if you were um, one of the people that were looking forward to the Space Jam 2 um, sequel starring LeBron James, seems like it is near and on the horizon. But what is also on the horizon is leaks. Um, and we know how you a lot of y'all feel about leaks. Personally, I don't care um, because for, I'm, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Spoilers don't ruin shit for me personally because i'm watching shit anyway and just because i know something gonna happen doesn't mean it's going to happen in the way i i I assume it's going to happen so i say all that to say leaks and spoilers don't bother me but i know it bothers some of y'all and that's perfectly fine i know some a lot of y'all like to go in stuff blind and get the full experience and that's okay you're not wrong in that but i personally don't care about spoilers but if you we're looking to not be spoiled for the plot of this movie. Don't go online and don't search it because apparently it has already leaked. 
um, allegedly by the writer and the producer Ben Merkler. <laughs> Um, on Twitter, no less. Yep. And we're gonna and, and we're gonna leave y'all a few seconds of you know some nice pleasant music here. Yes. So if you don't want spoilers, and not, yep. So there we go. It's not and it's not spoiled for you. You can skip skip forward like two minutes from right now. One, two, three. Silence. <laughs> So here's what's going on. Brian James and his son are touring the Warner Brothers studio. And they get broken up. And it is up to LeBron to recruit characters from not only Looney Tunes, but a lot of the Warner Brothers properties to help find his son. And along the way, he gets challenged to a basketball game featuring digitized versions of NBA and WNBA players who are basically out to conspire against LeBron in the pursuit of his son, which is kind of bullshit, but whatever. Um, out of a hell of a lot of weird shit. means of <laughs> like, like at least at, like LeBron literally because right? like, you, like you, you, you can't remake Space Jam, right? Like right. you can't just remake the first one, right? You it doesn't work the same because we we saw how LeBron got killed for passing to Danny Green in Game Five, so. Right. <laughs> like about it is like you can't remake it. You can't remake the first one, but also this plot is I mean, granted, I mean the first plot of the first movie was kind of bullshit too. But this just is like LeBron versus his haters, the game. <laughs> I mean the movie. <laughs> like yeah, right. This is basically like LeBron. Right. You know I'm this, I'm not the only one who got that feeling. Yeah, like this is you know this is this is like LeBron versus Skip Bayless the movie. <laughs> but instead of Skip, it's like and you know he gonna have some old fuck shit to say about it. Right, exactly. I can just hear him now. Like, but it's like instead of like Skip, it's like digitized versions of people that in real life LeBron fuck with and he fuck with them. So it's kind of like it's making fetch happen like a lot, but at the same time, you know it. <laughs> It's probably going to do what for kids today, what it did for us when we watched it as kids. So, you know, I mean, it, it honestly is some bullshit, but, you know, as long as the kids love it, who the fuck cares? <laughs> See, and that's and that's my take on it, too, right? Like, plus, I, I do think that there are going to be some cameos in this movie that I'm really looking forward to because, again, they get to go deep on the Warner Brothers right, properties. Right, like, it ain't just because the this. first one was just more or less re- rele- relegated to Looney Tunes. Yeah, and it it did a couple things with you know pop up characters, what have you, but not a whole lot. Yeah, um, this, this one just I seems like imagine, cameo in the, the movie in the meme era. Yeah, in the meme era, I I just think that they're just like it's gonna it's gonna make the game blush with how much they name drop. Yeah, themselves basically. Right. <laughs> like, oh yeah, by the way, remember this? We did it too. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically just gonna be like Drake on one of his songs. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> do we we, did, we didn't have to invoke Drake there did we 
I mean, we didn't, but it kind of fits. And plus, you know, Braun loved Drake, so you know, it just seemed appropriate. It's also true. Which is which is weird. I I would have thought LeBron would have been just like annoyed by Drake. Honestly, I feel like everybody is annoyed by Drake, but they also love him. He's like, I feel like most people treat Drake like that annoying, annoyingly lovable cousin. It's like when you see him, you think Drake got like? Go ahead. No, go ahead. It's like when you see him, you know he gonna get on your damn nerves, but at the end of the day, you love the kid. That's how I feel like everybody feels about Drake. Yeah, you think he got friends? Um, I think he has a close knit group of like actual friends, and then everybody else is just around him for the clout. So if I had to give a like a ratio, right? Like let's say Drake has like 30 people that say that they're his friends. I think eight of those are actual real friends. I think two of them are friends who are friends, but they keep a distance because they don't want to get associated with the bullshit. And the bullshit is the remaining 20. That's that's a good way to put it, actually. <laughs> I never thought about it. Yeah, I I mean, because I asked that with a bunch of snark just dripping off it, because I was going to be like, eh, Drake ain't got no fucking friends. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, that, that's probably not true. I'm I'm tripping. Um, yeah, I mean, it's fun to shade Drake, but I'm, I'm sure he has... He's not, he not DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled ain't got no damn friends. No, nah, DJ, DJ Khaled, he's the one that chases friends away. <laughs> like, he's the, he's the type of norm where you just want to punch him in the fucking face. Hell, look at Assad. <laughs> Assad be over his shit. <laughs> Every time you see Assad, Assad just be like, nigga, shut the fuck up at his own damn daddy. That remind me of that great Zinzi tweet who was like, Assad, mama got to sneak and play with him while Drake taking a nap. <laughs> yes. That is DJ Khaled. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine being in the house with DJ Khaled. Nah, no way in hell. Mm-mm. Like, but we, anyway, we, this is not about DJ Khaled. Yeah, but yeah, no, I I feel like LeBron is. I feel like it's gonna be a good movie. I think it's gonna be entertaining. I think, um, again, when they hit you with the um, when they hit you with the with the back catalog references, people are gonna go up for them. Yep, you know, it just is what it is. Indeed. So, um, we wanted to start off with a little positivity uh, to counteract the bullshit, which we can get into now. So, over the past week, um, as y'all know, we record this on Monday, and some things have been going in uh, black male celeb um, spheres. Um, You got um, Ice Cube um, not reading his own goddamn contract. Um, You got Diddy uh, wanting to start a black... Uh, Africans only political party and you got 50 cents endorsing Trump. Um, honestly, two of these things do not surprise me at all. That being 50 and Ice Cube because 150 is 50. Um, we know he's a troll. We know he don't give a fuck about nobody but his goddamn self and his troll value. So there's that. Um, Ice Cube Ice Cube has not evolved his thinking or his politics since NWA. Uh, yeah, he's he's been the same dude, the same anti-Semite, which is to say, for 
you know, 30 years now. Right. Um, like we and then all those goddamn memes and 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 charts and and hotel pictures he was posting that motherfucker went deep into triangle and i mean right he just he just had a day where he just leaned hella hard to that shit and i'm just like bro what well so we know the type of stuff shit he on did he um and i was talking with bianca about this in the pregame and i could be giving diddy a whole bunch of credit he don't deserve which you know what that's fair because this is the same man that and i said this on twitter like he need to start to pay all them goddamn artists money back party before he started a, a, a black p- political party. But I feel that this idea is in the right place. Did it just the wrong nigga to try to do it? Yeah. Yeah, this is this is one of those situations where it's like, wow, he like, and this this is a critique that I I hope becomes more common as we proceed down this look you got to do more than just vote situation right um which we've been consistent on which is to say that everything in diddy's plan and i do mean everything or if i feel like being generous just about everything damn near everything in diddy's plan is work that somebody's out there doing already yes yes Yes. And so it becomes, is this work you're trying to do or are you just trying to brand yourself as yes. like the savior of it all? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because somebody made a tweet, um, and I forget who, uh, blame it on my head, not my heart, is that especially in black celebs case and especially black male celebs case and especially black straight male celebs case, often their politics don't match the shit that they talk. Um and uh, and when they do mesh the shit that they talk, the the politics are often in the wrong direction. Um, see Fifty Cent, uh, see Ice Cube. So the work is out there being done. Like the thing is, if you are somebody, you know, because I mean, class is just important as politics as you know anything. I mean, for God fucking sakes, these niggas be debating like Democrats and Republicans be debating, and then the motherfuckers be at brunch like the next day. You know what I'm saying? So like, usually people with class, the best thing that they can do is if not find out for themselves, get people around them to find out like what is going on on the ground, who is organizing on the ground and use your greatest asset, which is your class and status and wealth to make the less visible, more visible and to make the 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 um, use your money, use your money that you obtain through through class and capitalism for a greater good. Like that's the best case scenario you can do, because like starting some shit on your own, like we often know what niggas' politics be for the most part. You know that, like again, Q he ain't evolved since ninety one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, right? If he and and if he wants that to be his message, he's got a means of doing that. Like, right? Like he has accessibility. He has a platform already. Like, what is? Why is he so gung ho about having to be the one to deliver the message? You know, same, right. and the same question for Diddy too. Even you know, Diddy, a little less insidious about it. And I think most of his, most of what he wants to do is stuff that we can generally classify as oh well that's above board at least um yeah 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 
He at least make him board. He ain't overbidding. Oh, well, <laughs> he ain't underbidding. He ain't underbidding. This at least on board. He's at least clearing board. Because I don't think he's wrong for having gripes with, you know, both the Republicans, obviously, and the Democratic Party. Hell, we have gripes with the Democratic Party. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? So he's not wrong in that. He's just the wrong person to try to, you know, at least spearhead, like Bianca, like you were saying, like, or be the one to, you know, be like, hey, we need our, uh, 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 basically another party, another serious party. Um, that can have some visibility because I'm not saying everybody that is independent or in the green part or whatever are scammers. What I am saying is, unfortunately, um, because most of us, I mean, let's just call a thing thing. Most of us, our political um, um, viewpoint is very limited. Um, and I think a lot of people like lie to themselves and saying that it's not when it honestly is. Um Unfortunately, collectively, we don't have um, a um, the what's the word I'm looking for the gravitas to because one of the criticisms I've I've seen is like third party candidates aren't serious because they know they can't win. Well, last time I checked, because of our process, anybody can run, and I don't think that's necessarily a them problem that they can't win. I think that's more of a people problem that they don't believe they can win. Because you can support any damn body. Like, that's literally our, our political process. It's just that most people just make it a two-party race because that's the, the scope of their politics is just two parties or just right. two candidates or whatever. Like, that's not a them problem. That's a you problem. Because we've seen independents win or, you know, people that are not necessarily Democrats or Republicans win and some, and you know, and locally, and some of them have been bad, but a lot of them have been pretty damn good. You know, given the what they can do within this system, which you know none of us really like this system, but given what they can do within it, they've done some pretty damn good things. Some independent candidates. So again, it's not necessarily a them problem. That's a you problem, right? <laughs> so again, I don't think Diddy is like the idea is wrong because we have historical context to see that. This is not the first time, you know, black people, because I'm not going to say people of color, black people have been like, you know what, fuck all y'all niggas, let's do our own shit. It's not unprecedented, it's just Diddy is the wrong person to try to spearhead it. Yeah, we, we remember vote or die. Yeah, yeah, we remember that. We remember that, Diddy. Some of us agree with that at a time, but we have evolved our way of thinking about this shit. Or at least I know I have. Yeah, man. He, ugh. Yeah, so... Diddy is just Diddy just needs to put his money towards people on the ground. We all need to. Like, what do we say? What have we, Bianca just said? We are not a vote and or die podcast. We are a vote, and then there's also this other stuff. And we are also, if you don't want to vote, then yeah, you do need to do this other stuff because it is important. Right, you, you need to do this other stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. So again, like. And it starts that starts with like actually paying attention and caring about shit that goes on the ground. I will say, like, I periodically post um like for me, for instance, you know, I Lord knows, you know, life been lifing, but I damn sure have been trying to boost, you know, some local orgs here in Atlanta. I post them um pretty regularly. Uh, one that I do love and enjoy is uh 
uh, food not bombs here in Atlanta, like feeding the homeless. Because I mean, shit. If you paid attention to anything I or other people have said about the state of homelessness here in Atlanta in the metro, shit is not good. And part of that is because the person that the city had to choose between um, Keisha and an outwardly racist white lady, um, the city chose Keisha and um, some of the things that she did uh, directly impacted the increase in homelessness uh, because gentrification and increased cost of living and not the wages. and we know that homelessness usually impacts uh, black people and people of color um, more so than anybody. So, you know, that's just a, a, a that's that's a way you can help, like kind of curve that here, like local or grassroots organizations that are doing stuff that, you know, honestly, it's a whim that if these politicians do it sometimes, you know, <laughs> right. So. That's the stuff Diddy and people with access that especially need to be doing them. All of us need to be doing. And for like the 50 cents and the ice cubes, you just got to know you. Bianca always says this, meet people where they are. Well, if you see what somebody is and you don't want to meet them, then you can skirt skirt to the goddamn left. Yep. It's super important. Like you just, again, we can't, we can't make people what we want them to be. We can encourage people that, Hey, like, the way we gonna go about this is gonna be like so, and here's why. Indeed. Also, can I say something? Something that I've been seeing that kind of has annoyed me. And listen, listen, look, listen, hey, look, listen, listen, look. I am the last person to um, kind of defend defend niggas. Uh, and I'm listen. There are a lot of things to criticize about niggas. I mean a lot. I mean a lot of things to criticize about niggas. But this um, recent kind of trend that I've been seeing of like black men kind of being the scapegoat for if uh, Trump wins again. um, Did y'all not pay attention to the last election? (laughs) Like, Like, I don't mean to be rude, but like, did you not see that all of the black people that wanted to vote and did vote like like overwhelmingly voted for not that motherfucker like <laughs> like again don't get me wrong there's a lot to validly criticize about niggas but uh black people as a cold do not fuck with him so like i don't get this like black men for trump thing that has been trying to be pushed like, like in an individual case, like 50 cent, of course. I mean, that's 50 fucking cent. I mean, what, what the hell are you going to do? But like, niggas in general do not fuck with him. Like, what? like, I just don't get it. Like, again, criticize niggas all you want. There's a lot to criticize about us. I, I will be the first to admit it. But this just seems like a reach to me. I'm sorry. It just does. It just does. Yeah, it seems miscast. I, I agree with that. Um... Because, like, one of the things I don't like seeing is, and I'm not trying to be this head-ass, I promise, is the, oh, well, you can't generalize everybody, you can't make everybody the same. Um, because when I look, and I'm just like, well, damn, there's people that's a lot like me that's on that same shit, and I would be a hypocrite if I tried to act like they weren't. So, yeah, shout out to all the motherfuckers who keep on saying they're going to vote for Trump, and how 
Democrats ain't earned nothing of theirs, so they're just going to vote for Republicans. I'm like, you can think Democrats ain't earned your vote all you want to. I mean, I'm not about to sit up here and say it because when you talk about presidential stuff, they're not talking to me anyhow. I was but, about to say, all them niggas is doing is lying all of them. <laughs> like, that's, right, they're, they're, they're never speaking to me. So, yeah, you know, what a, what a fool am I to... To honestly believe anything them niggas be talking about. <laughs> right, to, to, to think that I'm being betrayed somehow because they didn't deliver some heartfelt message that speaks to my little, you know, wants and whims and needs. But I do be seeing that shit out in the wild, and I'm like, yo, how do you... How do you reach this conclusion? Like Republicans don't they don't give a fuck about you and they they won't lie about not giving a fuck about you. Yeah. Like you might feel left short that, you know, Democrats maybe didn't deliver everything you wanted, but you're not gonna leave that feeling like they just disrespect you as a human. Which is what I be having to contend with. Like I feel like they disrespect my humanity. Yeah. Democrats are just lazy and fighting for your humanity, which right. ain't like to be fair, which ain't necessarily good. But it's a it's a big jump from being lazy about fighting for your humanity to like just flat out fuck your humanity. <laughs> right, like that's a that is a big that is that is a huge leap. That is a huge leap. That is like life course alteringly bad. <laughs> but- right, <laughs> right. But yeah, I just I just wanted to talk about that because I just feel like that is because like if you want to, white women are right there. White men are right there, guys. They there. are right there, right there. Like again, niggas do deserve criticism. They do, but in in this, literally in the last election, black men, black women who wanted to vote and did and could vote, literally overwhelmingly voted not. Trump and yep. white men and women did. They are right there, guys. They are they, right <laughs> there. Both groups were the majority for that. Both, both groups are right there. What I will say, one, you know, the exit polls are they're inexact, right? Like they're the estimates. Right. Um, so we'll start there. But I like while I do find the gulf where like you look at those numbers and it's like 93% of black women voted for, you know, taking 2016 and as vote for Hillary. Um, and then like 80% of black men voted for Hillary. It's like the optics on that ain't ideal, but it's it's not the majority of black men voted for Trump. The majority of black women voted. It's 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 levels to this shit, like yeah, like you wouldn't believe. Like the levels are significant. Right. And should not be ignored or trifled with or taken casually. Right. Basically, don't get on here starting shit for retweets, because honestly, that what it kind of feels like. Yeah. No, I'm not going to sit here and hold you. I got to just be honest. It just feels like reaching for retweets, which and which you niggas should know better, given the upcoming fucking election. And that's really all we asking. Okay. Like, goddamn. This this election is a mess, but at least, like... Don't make like it miss your... About us. Right. Like that's like we got some sense about us. Yeah, it's already it's already shitty. Just don't, don't make it shittier, okay? That's all. Huh. All right. Speaking of making things shittier, um, Jesse Williams' divorce drama has finally come to an end on paper. Um, the judge signed off to finalize the Grey's Anatomy star divorce settlement with Aaron Drake Lee. 
Um, and that they are officially single as of August 7, uh, 2020, according to legal docs attained by TMZ, aka uh, Lipstick Alley. Uh, <laughs> they will share joint and joint legal and physical custody of their two young children. Um, however, they have to meet and confer with each other about posting images of the kids on social media. As for oh, me, right? <laughs> Like you got to come and have a business meeting about posting y'all both of y'all kids on y'all Instagram. God damn. Um, as for major financial business, um, Aaron gets to keep the former family house in LA along with places in Brooklyn, Oakland. She's also keeping at least 2017 Audi Q7 SVU and a 2018 Q5 SVU, while Jesse gets to keep the, um, the least Porsche um, Cheyenne SVU. Um, and as far as Jesse, um, he gets to keep the earnings he made from the profits of Grey's Anatomy since their 2017 separation. Obviously, uh, Grey's Anatomy has still been on since 2017. Right? Right? And like I'm not trying to play this like nobody who likes to show anything. I just I'll just be forgetting. Right. I agree. Other accounts and royalties accumulated during their marriage will be split up. And of course, Jesse's still on the hook for child support. According to the docs, he owes $50,629 per month for the two kids up to October 2019, then 4K a month after that. Yes, indeed. Happy birthday to him. I don't care. Good luck. <laughs> I don't even know if it's his birthday. I don't care if it's his birthday or not. I just like that Stephen A song. Yeah. Um, the thing with Jesse is like he was like kind of like the face for like black male activism for a time. And then shit came out about him. It's like you talk a good game, you know, on the BET stage, but it don't seem like you necessarily treat the black woman in your life that well. And after that, like, there was a sharp skirt skirt on, like, his popularity, at least on social media. Because, again, you know, social media and, like, real, you know, offline is two different beasts. Uh, sometimes they coincide, sometimes they don't. But I just yeah. never, like, I'll put it like this. At least, and I'm not saying this is a finite, you know, estimate, but I talk to people offline about Jesse Williams, and they just know him as the nigga, you know, who plays on Grey's Anatomy and said Black Women Matter on the BET stage. You know, mm -hmm. they not necessarily hip to like the shade and the, some of the shady things he's done or been accused of doing, you know? So I don't know what the gauge is on him now. Honestly, it's been a minute since I've heard his name, to be perfectly honest. Like, I didn't even, like, I didn't even know the divorce proceedings were still going until this uh, story dropped that it's been finalized. So, yeah, we've been kind of out of the loop on that one, but hey. Whatever, they both seem to have moved on and they got the legalese of their split all finalized. So, you know, take the time, do the necessarily mental healing. I would advise somebody in an HBCU fashion. No, right. And get out there and move on with it. Right. Treat yourself yeah. kindly. Be gentle. Indeed. Speaking of moving on, Miss Cardi B is moving on from Twitter. Um, so she ain't moving on from Mr. Set. So. <laughs> No, she is not. Uh, she deleted her Twitter over um, basically the internet, uh, not um, necessarily being here for her reunion with Mr. Set. Okay, so we talked about this last week. We literally said last week, longest card is happy, we happy. Because, I mean, we 
reported that she was getting divorced, but honestly, in the back of our heads, and me and Bianca was talking about this pregame, she probably was going to get back with that nigga. I mean, it's fucking Carter yeah. Offset. Like, they have been on and off and on and off since they since we known about them as a couple, right? So, like, is, you know, in Carter's own words, they dysfunctional as shit, and we know that, right? But what I didn't know um, was that Carter deleted her Twitter because uh, the internet was not happy as, again, Lipstick Alley slash TMZ reports that Curtis Curdy Cardi turned off her Twitter because she says her fans are toxic, especially after her decision to get back with Offset. And she's not about to let them treat her like a Disney star. Cardi B's Twitter account is non-existent as of Monday. This after she apparently deactivated it this weekend. The move to go dark follows a wild rant she went on Saturday on IG Live in which she called out her fans for getting all up in her business about her marriage. Seems like a lot of her followers are expressing concern or just flat out pissed about her getting back with her husband. Carter says some of them have even reached out to friends of hers asking them to intervene, suggesting she's not well for the reconciliation. Now, before I read the rest of this, I know good and damn well (laughs) that you niggas were not bold enough to reach out to people that Cardi knows in real life <laughs> to be like, don't get back with them. Like, what the fuck were y'all doing? Inst- uh, DM and Hennessy on Instagram, like, tell your sister, leave that nigga. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> now, listen. I- yeah, that, that, that level of fan overreach is probably one of the things that is, like, I'm amazed that more celebrities haven't gone away from Twitter. Right. Um, like, I know this a- type... Tyrese, like, mostly is just an Instagram account that just gets cross-posted to Twitter now. Uh-huh. Right. But I'm surprised that, like, a whole lot more of these folks didn't just be like, you know what? I ain't doing this. Right? Like, I'm surprised a lot of more of them didn't say, just say, fuck y'all niggas. Like, I, like that is some, like, the irony of what I'm about to say, but that is some Nicki Minaj stand type shit. Oh, boy. <laughs> Like remember, remember, remember when like we first learned of Mr. Um, Petty's literal sexual offender registration? The Barb's were the first ones to tell their queen, like, "Girl, not him. This nigga is a rapist. What are you doing?" And like she told them to fuck off. And I just find it hilarious that Cardi's fans are do- pretty much Cardi's fans are pretty much doing the same thing. Obviously, not to the extreme of you know Offset, you know, being that trash. But like her fans like reaching out to people that she knows being like dosis and her, her telling her having to tell y'all to fuck off just like Nikki did, the woman that she don't like and vice versa. That shit is hilarious <laughs> to me. Don't don't date him, bro. Please do it for your bro. <laughs> <laughs> y'all went for Marie Spates. Full Marie Spates to Cardi, and I'm just screaming like that shit is funny to me. Um, Which hold on to that. That might be a show title. Full Marie Spates. Actually, no, that ain't gonna be a goddamn show title. And I might even delete this out the show. (laughs) Marie Spates will never grace the show as a title. Yeah, fuck fuck Marie Spates. Um, you see here, did you did, did we talk about this? I forgot. Did we talk about him last week where he was uh he posted some shit? About LeBron James? No, we did not. What did he say? Oh, well, he made a sort of private now, but because he <laughs> this is about to be trash. I already know. 
All right. So, you know, everybody talk about, we talked about this opening the show. Uh, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, who's better? Maurice Spates <laughs> goes, I'm just a messenger. Back then, we used to celebrate three-peats with a side-by-side picture of Jordan and Kobe Bryant. Now kids are out there celebrating four titles and ten tries and call it greatness. Like, sir, you don't get out that nipple on your head. You don't get out that nipple on the middle of your head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, don't miss an ass. Nigga, you missed a fucking breakaway uh, fast break layup, layup dunk in the fucking NBA Finals. Boy, if you don't shut the fuck up. In the whole Finals. In the whole finals, boy, you barely got a damn title. You talking about celebrating three boy? Don't nobody even like that dude. Like, like, sir, you even with the ring, you ain't seeing the Hall of Fame. He's not nobody's second uh, or fifth or tenth favorite player. I don't know nobody. Boy, if you don't shut the fuck up, Maurice Space, and go be a family man. I don't know anybody who was ever like, yo, who is celebrating you? Like, who, who? Hoomst, hoomst, hoomst in the history of, of NBA fandom has ever, ever said, you know what, that nigga Maurice Space, he that nigga. Not a damn soul. That, that's that's my dude right there, that one. Yeah, you know, he, he was at Florida and he was then then he was at, you know, Philadelphia and then he didn't get no playing time because he couldn't get no rebounds. So then they put him on another team and then he couldn't get no rebounds there either. So they put him on another team and then he bounced all around, ping-ponged all the way around and found himself on the Warriors by completely accidental circumstance like nigga you was nowhere near a a, 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 a a supreme asset to the team that you looked up and got on who just happened to have two of the greatest shooters of all goddamn time and won a ring ninth man ass dude get out of here now, you face. 11th ass talking about you since when did we celebrate four titles and 10 tri- nigga that is four fucking titles more than you got and like, even you with your it is to to get to the playoffs to, right. to carry your team through the playoffs. We know who ain't been. We know who ain't carried their damn team in many playoffs attempts. Fucking Maurice Spates. Well, that's that's what we do fucking know. Like nigga, even, like, nigga, even with the ring, you are never gracing the Hall of Fame. Ever. Like, you boy, paying, if you, you don't shut you the You're paying the same $8 admission I'm paying. Hello? Like nigga, you you gonna be outside in general admissions with a ring. You you gonna be admiring the the Converse All Star plays just like me. All right, you know who gonna you be. Play, you ain't you, gonna be admiring your you, own. You, right, you you know who gonna be in the stands with us admiring somebody who got four rings and ten tries, Maurice fucking Spates. Because you know who ain't gonna be on that goddamn podium, Maurice fucking Spates. Maurice Spates ain't even gonna be asked to introduce nobody at the Hall of Fame. How the hell? Well, you can't even be the greeter at the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Fuck out of here, Maurice Spates. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Oh, my oh, God. Na- how do we, ain't nothing how worse do we than old hating-ass bitch. How do we even get here? I don't even remember. But, I mean, never a bad time to dunk on Maurice Spates. Anyway, never um, not a bad time to dunk on Maurice Spates. But back to, back to, back to the, the turmoil with the sets. Um... Yeah, Carter had enough of y'all being too much of her business. Uh, she literally cussed out her fans, telling them to stay in their lane and that she's grown and would do whatever the hell she wants. Cardi also invoked JoJo Cena, Sawina. Um, I'm probably Siwa. 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 Thank you, JoJo Siwa. Thank you Ooh. very much, Bianca. Uh, Somebody's display name accuses her of being 37 years old, and I think it's hilarious. 
hysterical. And Ariana Grande uh, saying teenage fans were engaging with her and acting if she's a former Disney star child or something. Uh, Carter checked them on that and told them to butt out because she's got real problems. That sound like the title of a Ricky Lake episode. Don't it though? Or, or like or like Dr. Phil. You've got your own problems, so butt out of mine. Right? Or like, you know, like or first like Dr. Dr. Becky, who is a really disproportionately built white woman who has unconscionable yeeks, but don't know how to control herself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, shout out to I mean, I don't know. Wait, are they so she canceled what so are they still Mr. and Mrs. Set? Um honestly, as of right now, yes. She hasn't okay. thrown she hasn't thrown the divorce out, but yet she's still back with him. And like she literally said, like they are a complicated, dysfunctional ass mess. And yeah, I'd say. That, right. Like, hello. So as of now, we don't know if she'll go with, with it eventually, if she's going to stay and work it out with him. or We don't know. What we do know is that Cardi has deleted Twitter because she is sick of you niggas. And honestly, as much as... I'm not going to be... I'm, I'm going to be real. I do want the sets to leave us alone. I think I've been consistent on that for a while now. Just because, like, we, we don't need to, like... Like, like we need to know because we do a podcast and, you know, this is content for us. But that also, like, on a human level, we don't need to know y'all business. We truly don't. Like, we know y'all toxic. We know y'all are a living, walking future song. We know that. Right. But, like, we... we I don't m- care. Good luck. Uh, more or less. Like, good the hell luck. Like, I, like, I genuinely... Like, okay. To these people that I don't know. Because I don't know Carter. I don't know Offset. I think baby culture is adorable. Uh, I think she looked just like her damn Auntie Hennessy. Uh, although she's starting to look more, Cardi is starting to to to, to fill in. Uh, she she's starting to look like a, a fusion between Cardi and Hennessy. I think that Offset is a good father by all accounts and probably a good friend. He's just not a good partner, which is the case for a lot of niggas. I think Cardi needs a lot of therapy. <laughs> Uh, she has the money and access to do it. And I think she needs to just relax and find out what's best for her and stick with it. And I genuinely wish the best for her and for culture. You know, Mr. Set will be fine. And I just wish that we don't, like, know about their business for a long time. Like, it was a good little bit where we didn't hear nothing from the sets. I wanted to go back to that. Agreed. Like, whether you stay with the nigga, whether you go ahead with the divorce proceedings... Just leave us out of it. Yeah. That's all I really ask. Just leave us out of it. You know, but again, baby culture is where she ain't really no baby no more. She is the is most she adorable. Three now? Yeah. Even three or four, one of them. No, three. I think she's three. She is the most adorable thing ever. More pictures of her. I mean, you don't owe us that. I'm just saying wishful thinking. More pictures, videos of her just being adorable. I do like videos of Offset, again, being a dad. Because, again, I do think he's a good dad. Before y'all like relationship problems, just leave us alone. Leave us alone. Please. Leave leave us alone and decide if you y'all need to leave each other alone, which I mean obviously y'all do, but again, it's y'all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's that's pretty much what I got. All right. It's 45 minutes of that. You got anything else we're gonna talk about, or are we gonna go to this break and get these HBCU fashions off? We are going to go into this break and then we're gonna come back with the trashiest or trash of HBCU fashions. I'm with it. Hey, this is Brie of Mama Meets World. 
Every two weeks, my show is live. It's a safe and special place for Black mothers and the people who love us. So for more about the Black motherhood experience, make sure you subscribe to my show. I'm sure you'll love it. Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to Patreon.com FlawlessNoises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. And we're back to wrap up the show with more HBCU fashions. Let's see what type of trash y'all are on today. How many we got? You think um, about what four, maybe? Yeah, we got about four. We got about four. All right. First one. So, y'all, I need y'all opinion. A couple of days ago, I lost my virginity virginity to a guy I just met for real, for real. Do y'all think I made the right decision? But I always wanted a fuck buddy when I lose my shit. UAPB. University of Arkansas Pine Bluff. Welcome to the fray. This Welcome. is confusing as hell. But right. <laughs> Lost your virginity to somebody you just met. You want us to tell you what again? <laughs> if you made the right decision, oh uh, baby, that's baby, that's your pussy, not ours. Uh, right. We can't answer that for you. Um, it seems like you wanted to fuck, buddy, and you got one. So I don't really know what the issue here is. Yeah, I, I don't. I, it's not up to me to tell you you made a mistake. It's up to you to glean that based on. How does dude treat you going forward? Yeah. I mean, was the was the sex good, Seth? Like, that's... Yeah. I mean, and to be fair, I mean, that's your first time you really haven't sampled the dick enough to really know if it's good. Right. But, I mean, that's not for up to us to determine. That's you, beloved. <laughs> right. If, if, if you were pleased by it, then, hey, we, we got nothing... We got nothing but support for you in this Listen, corner. That is up to your WAP to to know whether you want to dap that dick. That's on you. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. We're just saying we cannot uh we, we we cannot determine that for you, beloved, is what I'm trying to say. All right. Excuse me. All right, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Next one. I try sexting my boyfriend, telling him I'm horny, but he doesn't say anything about it, just changes the topic. Everything else is great in our relationship. The sex also, so why doesn't he reciprocate the energy? Anonymous. You don't like sex. That's a real boring HBCU fashion. <laughs> right? Like, girl. Not, I mean, no, but like, it, it's really that simple. He don't like sex. Um, yeah. And that's just the thing with like some, listen, look, some people be like, fuck all that sex and pull up, pull up. And it seems right. like he, it seems like he is about that pull up action. It seems like he pull up with the dick. I would say, yeah, you can you can tell him, hey, I'll tell him I like sexting, I like thinking about you and sending you lusty thoughts, and just proceeding from there, because clearly he don't, he don't react to because what it sounds like to me, and I'm I'm guessing here, readily admit that I'm guessing, 
he doesn't want to react to them in a way that's too untoward, right? So yeah, that's that's what I think he's got going on. Yeah. Or it, you know, also you gotta like maybe you are sexting at the wrong time. That also could be a thing. You know, like that. What I'm saying here is, I don't think. Listen, if you, if the if the sex is still good as you say, it just seems like the nigga is not about that. Tell me what I'm t- telling you. What he's gonna do to you? He's just gonna do it with consent, of course. Uh, right. And it seems like you were enjoying it. So I, this is just me. This is just me personally. If I see that my partner is not receptive to sex, but they are receptive and we having good sex, I would just give up the sex then. That's just me. Right. Because, yeah, it becomes a, how necessary is the sex that I'll even at that point. Yeah, he, he changes the subject, but then he puts the, you know, he lays it down. Then I don't know. Yeah, I just you know I I I would just give up the sexting like it's just not his vibe. But according to you, it's damn sure not he not lacking in the the actual act of sex. So you know I would just be like yeah, you know I can give up the sexting if he if he's as good at sex as you say he is. Yeah, this this shouldn't be that hard. Right. All right. Next one. Thought my ex leaked my OnlyFans to my parents and I had him jumped. But in reality, he never did it and even provided proof it wasn't him. I feel like this is my fault. Fam you. Of course. <laughs> did it feel good having him jumped? <laughs> I know, that's an extremely shitty question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Because if it felt good having him jumped, it don't matter. Probably admitting to aiding and abetting a crime. Whatever. Don't judge me. Give a fuck. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, oh, okay, so here's the thing. Were you wrong for this call? Yes. But were you right about something else he probably did that should have got him jumped? Yes, because nigga. So I mean, honestly, honestly, you should have a clean conscience. Sure. Like but, you know yeah. what you know what you should do? You should apologize to him for getting him jumped for thinking he leaked your OnlyFans, but you should say you de- he deserved to get jumped for some other stupid shit he did that he was guilty for. <laughs> That's what you should do. Wrap it around on his ass. Right, 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 right. Because he a nigga. He done fucked up some kind of way where it's like you should. He should have got jumped. He just was. It just like this was like a really bad like play on your part for this incident. But the totality of the nigga definitely deserves a jumping. And then y'all at fam you too. Come on, nigga fam you equals jump. That what what else can I tell you? What else can we say? <laughs> exactly. So I mean, you know, hey. Wrong crime, right beat down. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that wasn't so long. That would be a great show title. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would. All right. Let me see. Okay. Last week, I went out with a boy that had been in my DMs. Yesterday, we fucked, and I told him today when we woke up that I had a, I have an, I have a OnlyFans after he told me about his job. And what he did, and he said he wouldn't date me because of that. No disrespect, but I find that disrespectful. Anonymous. Wait, wait, wait. Run that back? Uh, TDLR, because as soon as I read it, I kicked it off of my favorites. But TDLR, this this chick, I'm assuming, hooked up with somebody that was in her DMs. He, she told him that he, she had an OnlyFans, and he said he wouldn't date her. No disrespect, but she feels disrespected. Thoughts? Hmm. Oh, to be 18 years old again. 
This just feels like a very juvenile problem. It does. It does. Girl, who the fuck? Who the fuck cares if he wouldn't date you? You already got the dick. What, up, girl? What? You got a lot of life in front of you, young lady. You got a lot of life in front of you. More life. More life, darling. <laughs> yeah, but you should not give a fuck about this. This you should not give a fuck about this boy who you probably will not remember again. Not dating you because you have an OnlyFans. So what? Hey, who cares about him? Like yeah, somebody like it. Who cares? Who cares about him and his no disrespect, but disrespect. Fuck it. All right. Next one. So I was a virgin before I met this guy. Right now he mad at me because I ain't squirt. So guess what, bit I did. I pissed on his ass the last time we fucked. Period. Fam, you. <laughs> I just, I just heard that. I just heard the exhaustion in you. <laughs> what? Speaking of juvenile, <laughs> with the last one, I just. Fam, you annoys me. Fam, yeah, fam, you is a special kind of something. Like, I love y'all, but y'all bug me. Yeah, like, like, it's like y'all people, but y'all not people. <laughs> It's like it's like y'all folk, but you can't come to my house. <laughs> <laughs> because what the fuck do y'all be on at fam? You I'm telling you. Y'all be on some shit. And not in a good way. In the worst way possible. In the worst ways possible. Y'all be on some shit. Oh man, what a, what what would the segment be without fam you though? That's true. That's true. Fam you is a, is a staple of just bullshit. Um, just a consistent source of <laughs> what the fuck in our in our everyday in our weekly lives. Oh, fam, you! Oh, fam, you! Like the school, but goddamn, y'all got some real tests, motherfuckers <laughs> in the mix. Oh, well, that is all. I feel like I feel like that is a perfect place to end off on um, HBC sessions to end off on this show because honestly I don't think we can recover from that both me- like mentally physically and spiritually I don't think we can recover from that yeah I'm, I'm feeling very um, emotionally ashy right now because of <laughs> the, that's the show title because that's, of the double fam you situation that's the show title emotionally ashy <laughs> well we thank you all for listening. We thank you all for supporting. Remember to tell a friend to tell a friend. Leave us likes, ratings, oh, ratings. Leave us likes, comments. Leave, leave us ratings, views. <laughs> yes. Comments. Yeah, thank you all for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being a part of this with us for the past several years, and in particular in these last few months, because these have been trying times. It's been hard on the boulevard. We here for you. We continue creating this hashtag content because we love y'all. So. Do us that favor. Show us the love down in the um, iTunes ratings, Stitcher ratings, basically wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, show us some love, and we'll shout it back out. Use the Crown of College hashtag when discussing this on your timeline. And we will see y'all the next time, unless, Jeremy, you got anything else? Nope. I'm good. We'll see y'all niggas back next week. Peace.
Peace, baby.